0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Puma Podcast. I'm Puma.
1: And I'm Tori.
0: And on the Puma Podcast, we talk about Jesus, life, and everything in between. Yes, we do. And so we have been talking or exploring last time about the heart. The heart. And this phrase, guarding the heart, that Mm -hmm. is kind of floating out there. You know, (laughs) what is that?
1: Yeah. Remember last time we talked about the heart and the reality that God made us people with hearts. The heart is the core of who we are. It's the deep parts of a person and our values. And that it's sinful, that people, we all have self-deceived hearts, and yet God finds them precious, worth guarding.
0: Yeah, our hearts are, are sinful and, and self-deceiving by, mm-hmm. by nature, but have intrinsic value because created in God's image is relational God. And our heart is, is the center of us. It's the starting point of life. The, the verse, main verse where we get this guarding the heart is from Proverbs 4.23, where it says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life, or it's the it's a starting point of life. I mean, your heart is really where you live, you reside, your thoughts, your feelings, mm-hmm. your desires, your thinking, I mean, that that core part of who you are. And so when we talk about the heart, we're talking about the center of who you are, the starting point of life, and, and that foundation that life foundation of who you are as a person.
1: Yeah. Well yeah, let's dive into this next part of what it looks like and what it means to guard the heart.
0: Well we talked about the heart and and what it is. So why does it say, you know, above all else or you know, of all the things you do to to guard the heart. So when you think of guarding something, so do you, do you guard anything? What do you guard? Do you guard your trash? Your N- trash no,
1: can? no. I. <laughs> yeah, if I had a wrapper of gum that fell out of the car, I would not stop and pull it over. But if my ring fell out, you know, or my wallet, if my kid, <laughs> whatever, right? Okay. If something that I really cared about fell out of the window while I'm driving, I would pull over and find them. Oh, that. yeah.
0: So yesterday, all right, all right, people throw trash out the window all the time.
1: Unfortunately, all, yeah. All the
0: time. Yesterday I'm driving home and, and a car stopped in front of me and they had dropped their cell phone
1: oh. out the window
0: and I didn't know what was going on. But they stopped and the guy gets out to pick up the cell phone. Oh, boy. Right? I mean, so why why do we guard our cell phones? Why, why do we put locks? Do you have a lock on your cell phone? I do. Do you want to share your password here on the podcast? (laughs) Okay, for the whole world to see. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: face ID. So, (laughs) (laughs) picture of picture of face. Um, But yeah, yeah, we 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 would stop a car. I would stop a car. He probably stopped his car because he values his cell phone. Yeah, we put put
0: locks on our house. Mm -hmm. You might have valuables at home in a safe. You know, so when we take the thing about guarding or like a watchman, so Mm -hmm. a watchman watching over something or. I, I'm, you know, if I go out on a date with my wife. Mm,
1: good save. Good save. <laughs> I got
0: on a date with my wife and someone, you know, to watch the kids. I, I want someone to watch over them mm. or to mm-hmm. protect them. Why? Why do I want someone to watch my kids if I'm gone?
1: Because you love your kids.
0: Because I love my kids. Because my kids are valuable. My kids are irreplaceable to me. Mm. If, if anything, harm comes to them, harm comes to me. Hmm. Because my kids are, are that important to me that if my kids are harmed, then I'm harmed. Yeah. And so when we think about the heart, one of the reasons why we guard the heart is because the heart is so valuable. It is who I am. Hmm. And so this phrase, guarding the heart, it's not just some kind of religious phrase or some something that we just kind of say. It is foundational. And we're not talking even necessarily relational.
1: Hmm. What do you mean by that? So,
0: you know, I want to guard the ideas that come into my head. I want to guard the ideas that I hear. One of the phrases that I use a lot is that ideas have consequences. Mm -hmm. So I have an idea, that idea turns into a a belief, that belief then is acted upon and then every action has a consequence. Mm. So you have a five-year-old kid, right? Five-year-old kid watches, you know, uh, an Avengers movie, right? Mm -hmm. Five-year-old kid watches an Avengers movie he gets an idea, wow, how cool would it be to jump out of a second story window, <laughs> right? So he gets that idea in his head, that idea turns into a belief, I mm-hmm. think I actually could do it and make it. Mm-hmm. He acts on that belief, and then there are consequences called gravity and other things. Right. Ideas mm-hmm. have consequences, Yeah, you're right. and so who I am, I need to guard the ideas that come in because the, the ideas are gonna impact my belief system, they're gonna impact my actions, so, everybody listening, including you and I, we are always doing things, but mm. we just don't do things just because we we um go to the schools that we do we we mm. connect with the people that we connect with, the hobbies that we have the the things that we enjoy for a reason It's because of of ideas and mm. experiences that form beliefs and actions and have consequences yeah
1: that's that's a really good way to put that I mean even just today, right. So finished up my master's, I got an email today, kind of a nasty email um, from someone who didn't like the survey. And, you know, I was feeling kind of bad about that. complete stranger, never met this girl before, but she was really upset and thought I was very biased or whatever with the survey. And then I get a text from my wife and she goes, randomly, just, you're a treasure, you know? And it was crazy. I just realized that just a text and email, just a thought of what they thought about me, had a huge impact on my attitude. You know, I was kind of sad, kind of, kind of hurt that some stranger felt the need to, you know, share their anger with me based on a survey they didn't have to take, and I, it yeah, affected my character, my attitude, and yet a simple text from my wife, "Hey, you're a treasure." It just it changed my whole outlook on the rest of my workday, which yeah. is really cool.
0: Yeah. So, so we're, we're, our our minds, and so we talk about the heart. You know, the heart, um, the mind that 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 inner person. We last time looked at uh, Genesis. Um, six mm-hmm. five, where God said that the the thoughts of the heart. So the the, mm-hmm. the you know so that it's not just our emotions, but also the things that we think about mm. and how we think about ideas. Things, uh, ideas. So when we talk about guarding the heart, we're not just talking about relationships. I mean, your your survey it was in the context of. I think there's wisdom to be gained in guarding who we allow into our life and who we don't allow into our life. Mm, mm-hmm. There are certainly people who are a bad influence, right? Yeah. People that I, you know, we need to guard against, those people you know, out, out there. Proverbs is very clear that he who walks with the wise grows wise, mm-hmm. but a companion of fools suffers harm, in Proverbs 13. So who we hang out with is going to influence my life. The, the media that I consume is going to influence my life it all affects my heart it is all heart shaping and our heart is so precious and valuable i mean it is it is the, the core of who we are that it needs to be guarded it needs to be protected so why do we not let five year olds go to rated r movies is it because we're mean and selfish people and we don't want them <laughs> to be have have freedom
1: no we don't want them to have nightmares we we love our kid we don't want them to like you said have terrible ideas or thoughts or see really mature things at such a young age when they can't really comprehend or process, it would be very damaging.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, when I was a kid, I think I was 13, uh, E.T. came out, uh, mm. the movie E.T., phone home, <laughs> back in the early, early, early 80s. E.T. came out. Another movie that came out was Poltergeist. <laughs> Two different movies. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't go to movies that often, but my dad said, hey, let's go see this family, you know, E.T. I'm like, hey, let's go see E.T. So we go and it and, then, you know, theaters. It was packed, and so I go out to get popcorn with my um, my friend's younger brother, who was like a couple years younger than me. And we went and got popcorn, and we went back into the theater, and we sat down. And I'm looking at the screen, and I see a woman rolling on the wall and then across the ceiling. I'm <laughs> oh, like, <no. laughs> I'm like, is is this? et got but, weird <laughs> e, this is this et we had walked into the wrong theater so now mm. we're we're sitting there and so i we this, the movie had just kind of started and i thought i was in the right movie and i was started to get scared and so i'm sitting there holding on to my friend's little brother <laughs> <laughs> we watched poltergeist oh no and and i had nightmares i mean i because i my room was in the basement and one of the scenes oh. in there is you know the, the kid in the basement in the Shadows outside in the tree, and then the creepy clown thing, oh, and no. you know, all that. Yeah, S- just some ideas, mm-hmm. right? Right, yeah, just a movie. Right, I did not need those thoughts and those ideas coming into my heart and into mm-hmm. my mind mm-hmm. because they affected me in a negative way. Yeah, I am not good at self guarding my heart as a 13 year old. I need someone outside to help me to guard my heart. As mm. kids, we do this. the The problem, though, is we think as adults that somehow we don't need that now as adults. Mm. I don't. I don't need any help in guarding my heart. I can make my own decisions. Mm. I it, can make my yeah. own choices. Yeah, get or, arrogant. Or how often have you heard this? That's not going to affect me. Affect me, right? Yeah. We say that all the time. We, we we don't necessarily say that out loud, but mm. we think that, don't we? Yeah. I, I can tolerate this much. Yeah, that's not gonna.
1: That's not going to affect me. You know, it's so interesting, actually. So in the survey, uh, I had them kind of pick from one to seven. One being doesn't affect me. Seven being really affects me of different things, you know, in terms of their influences. And media, music, and um, social media slash like Netflix and, you know, Disney Plus, they were all a one. That was the highest, least affects me out of every category. Wow. Yeah, but yet parents, friends, um, church—those were all really high. But social media and technology, super low. Mm. Everyone thought it was all, almost all of them were one. It was crazy. Well,
0: yeah. See, this is part of not not to comment on people that failed the survey, but sure. this is just the the reality of our hearts. I think last time we read Jeremiah seventeen nine that the heart is deceitful mm-hmm. and beyond cure. What God really means is that the heart is deceitful, yeah. and beyond cure. Let me let me say it a little differently. What it really means is that the heart is deceitful, and beyond <laughs> cure. Our hearts are deception factories. My heart is a deception factory. I deceive other people, and I deceive myself. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Bible is so clear about that. You see, if I don't, if I don't at least acknowledge that about my own life, that I am prone or my tendency with a sinful heart is to deceive myself mm. then i am really putting myself in harm's way mm-hmm. see i am not i am not guarding my heart if i don't acknowledge the reality of my heart right i cannot protect myself from false ideas that might harm me and even be aware of them if i don't acknowledge the reality that my heart is self-deceived or e- easily self-deceived mm-hmm. we always think i won't do it or that's not going to be me and then down the road we're always surprised when we'd say something or do something or mm-hmm. believe something that previously we thought we would never do
1: right yeah
0: so this is and this is just the reality mm-hmm. of, of our hearts yeah. so
1: so going back to to proverbs 4 right that verse can you explain that the, the terminology he uses is the wellspring of life i mean
0: yeah and that's kind of the, an english translation i mean it's um, you know, it is basically the the starting point or the, the center of your life. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, in uh, w- English, wellspring. So in ancient Israel, you know, you move somewhere. I mean, what do you need to, to sustain life? Uh, water, food. Food, shelter. shelter yeah. yeah, so one of the first things they would do is they would try to find a water source, hmm. right? If you're going to right. go somewhere, you try to find a water source. It's of desert, too. A lot, yeah. yeah, so why do you want to find a water source? It's because... Water is, I mean, outside of air, water is probably mm-hmm. the next thing we need, right. right? We can only live how many minutes without air. We can right. only live how many days without water and then right. how many, you know, weeks without food. Right. So you need air. Mm-hmm. Well, we have that, right? <laughs> so the next thing is we need water. Yeah. So, water. What, they, so what they would do is they would, would dig a well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If there's no river or lake or, or fresh water source, they'd dig a well. Well, the way you know, so that was foundational to life. You got to have water, not just for yourself, but for all your your herds and mm-hmm. flocks, the, the village or whoever's yeah, by you. You need water. So, um, what enemies would do in order to destroy, you know, a family or a homestead or a town is they would fill up the the well. They mm-hmm. would they would fill it up with dirt, or they would corrupt the well because mm-hmm. if you can corrupt the the, the source of their life, mm-hmm. poison it. Yeah, yeah you, you you basically just destroy them. So guarding the well was essential. Hmm. If you were negligent in guarding the well, you put your life at risk. Right. Or, put, or the life of the village. Or the life of the, life of the village. Yeah. Family, yeah. Life of the village. Because they understood that we have to have water. Mm-hmm. If we don't have water, we die. Hmm. When it comes to our hearts, we don't realize how valuable and, spe- and, and special our hearts are. And we don't realize how important they are to my life. We, 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 mm. we treat how we think and the the things that we experience as if they're just all arbitrary and they don't have any mm. impact or, or but and basically so we basically don't we take the guard away we take the mm. watchman away when we just without thinking without um, planning without being purposeful we mm. just let my heart experience whatever experiences being free see that's not freedom that is bondage and that's putting mm. yourself in peril mm-hmm I have a goldfish, uh, well, I have fish in my <laughs> office, right? My, my fish are not free to live anywhere in my office. If I walk in there you know, this afternoon and my fish are all flopping on the floor because they said, <laughs> I just want to be free and do whatever I want to do and be whatever I want to be, uh, yeah. that, that's not freedom, that's death. right? Because they're living outside their design, they're living outside um, how, how, they, how they're intended to function. Mm-hmm. But when they stay inside the tank... Mm. They they can flourish. I feed them. You know, I lift the lid up, and they all come to the corner when I feed them every morning. I mean, right. they 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 have a a flourishing, purposeful life. But we think that man freedom is. Mm. We, we think that any any guardrails is us. confining or 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 it's limiting yeah. or limiting. Right. Mm. We understand that with with children that children need to have some guardrails. Mm-hmm. But we, we think that as adults, we don't need guarding. Mm. We don't need to have our heart guarded. Paul mm. wrote to the church in, in, Colossae, in, in Colossians 2: He says, See to it that no one takes you captive, you captive, through hollow and deceptive philosophies, mm. which depend on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. In other words, see to it that no one takes your thoughts captive or corrupts, mm. corrupts you, you need to be on guard there. Paul writes in 1 mm. Timothy 4 says that in later times um, uh, there will be, men will follow it says, basically it says the doctrine of demons mm. or, or, or false ideas. And Those false ideas come through hypocritical liars, he says whose consciences mm. have been seared as, through a hot, as a hot iron. In other words, mm. all the ideas that we see all the ideas that we hear, we experience mm. come from somewhere. Yeah. And this is why ideas have consequences. So mm-hmm. the ideas that I have about my heart that, oh, I can handle it or I can take it or it's not gonna affect me, we are putting ourselves in harm way, which is why we need to mm-hmm. to guard. You guard something that's valuable, you guard you guard something that is a treasure. Yeah. So If the treasure is on the inside, I put a guard on the outside so that bad things can't come in. Mm. But I also put a guard on there so that the good that is in doesn't get out. It goes both directions. It's true. It goes both directions. Yeah. You know, and so sometimes we might put good in, but we don't guard it Mm -hmm. and we allow it to be stolen or Mm -hmm. taken out. We allow it to be replaced by, that's what Paul's talking about in Colossians, letting someone come in and steal that which is from without. Hmm. So. I, I guard the thoughts and the ideas and the intentions of my heart. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to relationships, we talk about you know guarding the heart, and this is kind of where the context of where this came out of. See, it's not just about relationships, it's about all of life to guard the heart. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to relationships, where we get in into trouble or, or why we gets confusing, is because we want to share our life or our heart with someone. Mm-hmm. But we're not careful or we're not guarded in how we do that. Mm. You know, we, we, we um, play with things that are, are precious, which is our emotions. You know, how many people get emotionally hurt, emotionally scarred. Mm. Yeah. We rush into situations without um, pursuing wisdom, et cetera, et cetera. And this is why when we talk about guarding the heart relationally, you just say, hey, my heart is valuable and precious. My heart was made for relationship, and I want to share it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to share my deepest longings and and the most intimate parts of myself with everybody. Mm-hmm. But om- only with the most special people. Mm-hmm. And so we need wisdom to differentiate between who to share with and who not parts of mm-hmm. my life to share with and not 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 share with. Mm-hmm. And and where do I get that wisdom from?
1: Yeah. Well, that that leads into a really great question so uh, just to recap we all need to guard our heart it's valuable it's precious and it's not just keeping the evil out it's keeping the good in you, know, you referenced uh, a, a proverb uh, 19 I forget 27 what, 27 yeah and, and to basically you know when you stop listening to words of instruction you will you will fall away you will fade and I think a big idea here is that we need to be careful that we don't stop listening to wise, godly counsel. And so the question that that brings to my mind is, okay, we know we're supposed to guard our heart, and, and it's very valuable to God, it's very important. We I think we'd all agree on that, but how do we do that? I mean, what are some real practical, ap- applicational steps that we can take to guard our heart?
0: Yeah, no, that's a good question. To guard our heart, um, there's certain areas. So one, Psalm 119 11, verse that maybe many have memorized before, you know, that I've hidden your word in my heart, heart yeah. and I might not sin against you. Mm. Why, why do we hide God's word in our heart and so that we will not sin? Sin is a relationship destroyer. Mm. So when I hide God's word in my heart so that I might not sin against God, is that I value the relationship between my heart and God's heart. So I hide mm. God's word in my heart so that this relationship can grow and flourish and not be hindered or hampered. But it's not just a vertical relationship. It's also with people. I have God's word in my heart, so I get God's thoughts and God's perspective. Knowledge of the Holy One is understanding, mm-hmm. um, Proverbs nine ten says. So I want God's understanding of relationships. I want God's understanding of my own heart. I want to believe what God says about my own heart, that it is sinful and self-deceiving. And when I hide that truth in my heart of what my heart really is, that causes me to begin to understand what would be appropriate safeguards in protecting mm. my heart mm-hmm. and um, allows me to start being more cautious knowing that my heart can be led in a direction mm. that maybe it shouldn't. So mm-hmm. when we hide God's Word in our heart, it is, it is helping us relationally with God and also with each other. So that's one mm. you know, mm-hmm. big category, hiding God's Word in our heart. Uh, another one. Is the the influence of other people? Proverbs thirteen twenty says, "He who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion or a one who sojourns with fools suffers harm." In other words, who uh, I hang out with are they going to influence my life? Who I listen to? If I listen to God in His words or I listen to other words, they're going to influence my life, ideas. Mm. Who I hang out with, we become like the people that we hang out with. You mm. ever notice that people start hanging out, they start saying the same kind of phrases, right? They start um, liking the same kind of things.
1: Yeah, reading the same books. Yeah, joining well, the same it, clubs. It, it's, it's influence. So the
0: the, and it's not that you you have to stay away from people of bad influence. but it is who am I going to sojourn through life with? The people that are going to be closest to me, Mm -hmm. how to be people that I want to be like, Mm -hmm. and are they the kind of people who are wanting to pursue Jesus? Are they the kind of people that are wanting to pursue wisdom? And so the more you hang out with the wise, Mm. you will Become become like them. When you hang out with fools, it says you don't become a fool it says you suffer harm interesting right you are foolish hanging out with a fool but hanging out mm. with foolish people who are not pursuing god's wisdom you, you suffer harm mm. you know so hiding god's word in your heart the people that you hang out with uh third thing that i always encourage is is worry fix your eyes mm. so we're always looking at some something to be true or something of value something to give us perspective or kind of something to motivate us or kind of a north star something to mm. to, 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 aim to aim for to, to, aim, to aim for and the writer of hebrews says in hebrews 12 to fix your eyes on Jesus mm. the author and perfecter of our faith you know so where do we fix our eyes are we fixing our eyes on Jesus and seeking him and letting him be the model and him be the example of relationships him be the the one that I look to for um, insight on how to deal with um, ridiculous people, or <laughs> or 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 yeah. do I look somewhere else? Where do where do I look right. to to do that?
1: Right. Well, I think even looking at that that involves you know what you watch, what you read, what, what podcasts listen to. What I mean, podcasts, right? Yeah, I think influence is not just the people or what you know. It, it really is what we give our time and what we think about, what we ponder. Mm-hmm. You know, and something I'm learning too is like I. I spend too much time worrying about things and um, a lot of my focus energy, even on good things, you know, my wife or church. And those aren't like bad things. But if it overtakes Jesus, if I'm doing good things for things that really are less than who God is, then maybe I've made idols. Right. I, you know, I th- think about the self-deception, go back to the last podcast, like even good things can become idols if we're not fixed right. on Jesus. Right. And yeah. Got to guard our heart against anything.
0: Right. And and the self-deception of my own heart is I can make myself think that this is a good thing mm. because it's what I want, right. even if it's not beneficial or profitable for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring or the starting point of your life. And so sort of the bottom line is this, your life is valuable, special, and precious. Mm. Your life is before God, and, and to yourself. Nobody wants to just destroy their life and, and ruin it and drag right. it into the gutter. And the center of your life is your heart. So whoever or whatever controls your heart controls your life. Mm. So this is why when we say we commit our life to Jesus or we give our heart to God, in other words, I let his ways and his thoughts become the the, the driver or the operator of my life. Mm-hmm. Your life is going in a direction. My life is going in a direction. Your heart is the center of that. And whoever, whatever is controlling that, whatever ideas are controlling that, mm-hmm. whatever um, people are controlling that, whatever is, is, has, has that locked in or, or holding on to that is, is dictating or leading your life. Mm-hmm. This is why God says, you know, trust me. Believe in me. Give your life to me. Mm-hmm. Let, let me, the one that created you, the one that knows you, the one that designed relationships, design marriage, design men, design women. I, I, I care about all these things. Mm. I, I, I want what is best for you. I want you to flourish and to prosper. So let me drive your life. Because mm. I'm not gonna drive you off the edge of a cliff. I'm gonna drive right. you into blessing. Right. I'm gonna drive you, you into joy, mm-hmm. into peace. We get off when we think that, hmm, I don't need anyone else, I can do it myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, the old Reliant K song, right? Pride and summertime come before the fall, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's that's true. Well, no, thank you for sharing those. They're great, you know. To to hide God God's word in our heart, to surround ourselves with godly company, and keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Because you're right, our hearts are incredibly powerful, and that's not just your word. That's what it's what God says. Mm-hmm. You're a treasure. That's what God says too. Is it Deuteronomy seven six? I believe we're like. Um, of all the people of of the earth, the Lord picks you to be his treasured possession and, and that 's because of our hearts, right and it 's just God values us who we are, yep, well, thank you, Puma. you know, I think next time we 'll dive a little bit more into the relationship side of what it looks like relationally and more of kind of the christian esque realm of of dating maybe um <laughs> That should be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a, a <laughs> spicy episode. But no, this is great foundational stuff. So thank you. And thank you guys for listening. You know, if you have any questions, please reach out to us at podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and, and touch base and maybe even bring up a question on the podcast. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And we'll, uh, yeah, see you next time. See
0: you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.